Lotus FM News with Sadisha Naidu. It's nine o'clock. Good morning. The National Union of Mine Workers says its members will not participate in the march against corruption that Metal Workers Union, NUMSA, will lead today. Instead, the NUM wants its members to focus on a national march against retrenchment that Kosatu has organized for the 7th of next month. NUM President Pitt Matosa. We've got no political relationship with NUMSA since uh, it was expelled. Uh, from Kosatu. We will not be part of those who will be marching with NUMSA as NUM. That is an official stance. Uh, but it doesn't mean that uh, we are condoning corruption. Uh, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't condone uh, corruption. Parliament's Police Committee Chairperson Francois Buchmann says the leaking of crime statistics can lead to wrong interpretation of figures. This comes after AfriForum earlier released some of the annual national crime, the figures that were apparently leaked to it. This happened ahead of Minister Natin Schleko's official release of the figures. Buchmann elaborates. I think that's very, very unfortunate because that means that only snippets are available to the media and to the members of the public and that will mean that stats will be misconstrued. So I think Again, we need professional conduct by all relevant parties to ensure that the statistics are announced in a proper way. Because if it's announced in snippets and bits and pieces, it leads to wrong interpretations and also skewed analysis. Port Elizabeth police are investigating a case of armed robbery after emergency medical personnel were robbed of their belongings and car keys at New Brighton. The crew was responding to an emergency call last night. Health spokesperson Ciswek Copello has condemned the incident. He says in future ambulances will only respond under a police escort. He says the vehicle was safely returned using a spare key while the paramedics received psychological treatment. About three months ago, a resident was shot and killed in a stretcher as paramedics were taking the wounded man to an ambulance at Kwazakele Township. And wrapping up abroad, a woman has been executed in the U.S. state of Georgia for the first time in 70 years. Kelly Gesendena was put to death by lethal injection after her last-minute appeal was rejected. The BBC's Grant Ferret reports. The last time a woman was executed in Georgia was in 1945. Two of Kelly Gissendana's children and the Pope's envoy to the United States had called for her sentence to be commuted. She was convicted in 1998 of murdering her husband, but her lawyers had argued that a death sentence would be disproportionate because she was not present when her husband was killed. He was stabbed to death by Gissendana's boyfriend at the time. He's serving a life sentence. But Georgia's Board of Pardons and Paroles rejected the calls for clemency. The execution was carried out shortly after midnight local time. Top story, the National Union of Mine Workers says its members will not participate in the march against corruption that metalworkers union NUMSA will lead today. I'm Sudhisha Naidu for Lotus FM News. Morning rush. Time saver traffic. Final traffic update this morning in Durban on the N2 northbound. There's a vehicle on fire in the left lane before the M25 commercial highway exit. That's causing heavy delays from Amgeni Road. In Johannesburg in Bedford View on the N3 southbound, there's a stationary vehicle near Van Buren Road. That's causing delays from Galuli's interchange. And in Kempton Park, expect delays through Kempton Park due to an obstruction on Drefontaine Road. Finally, in Cape Town on the N1 outbound, there's been an accident, a bus crash blocking lanes near the Durban Road exit. So do expect delays in the vicinity. And on the M- 
1.5 northbound is heavy traffic between Racecourse Road and the N2 Highway. I'm Sanoba Khan, fellow to CFM Traffic on the Morning Rush. I'll have more traffic updates tomorrow. Shady experience.